Welcome back, everyone. Episode two of Coaches Confidential, the podcast segment that makes you think, is that my coach? And is he or she talking about me? Because they really might be. Today's guest is none other than agent. We won't call her agent all day. We'll just say white lightning. WL, how are you on this fine afternoon? Well, I'm doing great. Good, good day out here where I am, which is a mystery now to all of the wow. listeners. That was, that was very witness protection approved right there from Miss Lightning herself. So I will give away that she is a lady. So that whittles it down to 51% of the world population. Or is she? <laughs> All right. As always, we will jump straight in. We're not going to name names. This isn't a naming names. This isn't a calling people out unless White Lightning here wants to call some people out. So if you hear your name shouted out, just know that you probably deserved it. But on this first question, we are not going to say anyone's name. I just want to leave this wide open and I want you to describe the worst client you have ever had. The absolute bottom of the barrel. Who was it? Oh, man. I've been coaching for a long time. So, like, I got I got a couple things that come to mind. But ever any so i'm gonna say the client who never took ownership right so it was my fault that they didn't get results even though they did data backed it up it was my fault that they couldn't you know rain in the alcohol on the weekend it was always my fault about something really uh got old got old pretty fast and uh yeah ended up having to fire that client so that was probably probably the worst one i've ever had i would say the most frustrated i get with a client is when along those lines similar but they say things like I feel like I look great. And then the next day, I'm not getting any results. And I'm, I just like want to rip my hair out a little bit because I'm like, you're saying two different things all the time. Why? I feel like I could go to Quicksilver and buy you because you're a flip-flop right now. That's uh-huh. what I feel like. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it makes your head do a little spin. And then there are also the, the kinds of clients that like one day they want to lose weight. And then the next day they want to build muscle. And then the oh, next no, day they want to, you know, come see in a 5K. And then the next day they want to do a bodybuilding competition. And I'm like, I I don't care what you do. Just pick. We got to focus on one thing. So, yeah. Flip so, flop. to narrow it down, your common traits, your common threads that you notice in a bad client would be someone who doesn't take accountability. So, no exactly. accountability. And someone who can't figure out what their goals actually actually are. Yeah. And like, I don't mind if a client doesn't truly have a goal because I think the goal of just, you know, being healthier is a very valid goal. But 
if you get mad about that you're not seeing the results you want to see because you don't have a specific goal, then we need, then we got to talk. Then it's that that's the come to Jesus talk. I feel like with both of those, your accountability and someone who can't really figure out, they're just bouncing from one goal to the other. Those are definitely some, some traits that I've noticed in clients. They're definitely but, some self-sabotaging. I would even throw in another that's common to the person who flip-flops is they're always looking for external validation. They'll text like, you a picture or a video or a check-in and they'll say, oh, coach, did you see my check-in, my video today? Did you see my picture? Did you check my check-in photos? Do I look any different than I did three days ago? That's mm-hmm. another one that I notice in that crew as well. What's, yes. What's the mental jujitsu? What's the karate that you must do to subdue an individual who is showing these these traits? Either self-sabotage, can't nail down their goals, looking for external validation. What's the process? What's the thought process for you of how you rewire an individual like that? Yeah, I always thought uh, it depends on, you know, what what they came in looking for, right? Like if this is a competitor that, you know, maybe they have some competitions coming up, but like they haven't narrowed down, you know, what their goal within those competitions is, that's one conversation. And that's a little bit different than like just the general population. I want to look better. I want to feel better i want to uh yeah optimize things so i would say the mental jujitsu that goes through in more of we'll call it the general population is uh it's bringing it back to the why why are you even doing this why does this even matter to you you don't have to be healthy in america you don't you can go to the doctor they can give you all the prescriptions you want and easier than being in shape it's a lot it's so easy. easier than being it's in so easy you literally take pills and then you're fine and everything yeah. is good and then you look at the people that are like sweating and working hard for hours a day you're like what a moron that yeah. person is no healthier than me all i do is take my pills yep. that's big brain right there yeah what about the people and- who have the wrong why so let's say you're doing this motivational right. interview with the individual and you're sitting them down and you know let's say it's I don't want to pick on women here, but I'm going to because I see this a lot in my female clients. You sit down and you get a woman's why and it's like, well, I'm not as skinny as my friends or I want to look better because my husband makes remarks all the time about my weight or about how I look. When that's a client's why, what's the path forward there? Because it's like, okay, well, go get new friends isn't an option. Go get it. I guess it kind of is. Go get a new husband isn't an option, but I guess it kind of is. What's what's the conversation that you have in a conversation like that, or in a situation like that, Whitey? Well, you know, white lightning over here. Um, we like <laughs> we like to keep it real. Uh, no, so I I get very honest with people. Uh, I like to be very transparent, very blunt, and just be like, "That's not good enough." Like, it's great that you want to fit into this social circle or whatever, but do they make each other stand on the scale before they go out to uh, brunch? That's one I haven't seen yet. I haven't seen that stipulation yet. So, ladies, step it up. Bring the scale to brunch. 
Bethany like can't come because she's 114 instead of 112 this week. Thought it rain, <laughs> rain it in. God, what a fatty. Maybe a lot. Two pounds? Oh. Yeah, and the whole the husband thing, that's a tricky one. That might be, uh, I mean, I've legitimately recommended therapy to clients before because there are many times that, like, a coach can handle certain things, but there are certain things that are definitely outside of that coach's scope of practice. And having a spouse that has specific demands on your aesthetics so unhealthy for so many reasons and there will probably be other things that are coming up that are just not things i can deal with so i will definitely recommend that you a professional for that um it's one thing if you've noticed that your husband has made offhanded comments here or there and they've stuck with you it's another thing if your husband is constantly reminding you that you don't look the way you all right white lightning i got another hypothetical for you that has probably never happened in the history of personal training online coaching whatever you want to call it let's say you're working with a client his name is ron we're gonna flip the roles here and we're gonna say ron's wife is mean to him and ron's wife always says you know you gotta lose weight you're fat you know we go to these baseball games and all the other dads have these hot dad bods and you got that soft dad bod and i need a hard bod (laughs) I'm a woman who loves a hard bod. So he comes to you and he says, listen, I got to work on my, I got to work on my hard bod. I, I got to get this. And you say, you know, that's not, you know, we got to do it for your health. We got to do it for this. And he, he resonates with it. He says, okay. And, you know, six months later, he's changed his life. He's lost weight. He's leaner. He's stronger. He's healthier. He's all of that. And he says, you know what, white lightning, I am so appreciative of everything that you have done for me. You know, I know I've been paying you this whole time, but what I'm prepared to do now is I'm actually going to leave my wife because I'm in love with you. And all of the help that you've given me has shown me how much you love me too. Is that a feeling that's mutual? Would that jump to the worst client you've ever had? Is that just an immediate leap to like, Ron, you are officially the worst? Ron nearly needs some therapy too. Um, But... Let's yeah, role play. Be... Let's role play. I'm Ron. I'm Ron. I say, yeah, life. I think that I think that we should go to therapy together. I think that it would be good for our relationship, White Lightning, as we move forward, me post divorce, you newly married to me. I think that we should go to therapy together. Oh, Ron, you know, I have a hard boundary and I don't date clients. So does we'll Ron sorry. get a refund? Does Ron get a refund? Ron does not get a refund. I worked hard no, over no the last six months, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ron. If, oh. if there's a worse client situation that you've ever seen, been a part of, we'd love to hear about it. Please DM us at gifted-hq on Instagram. We would love to hear your worst client story if it beats the Ron and White Lightning love affair of 2024. I, I, I do have a good one to go along with that. I forgot about that. I would lo- I would love to hear it. It was in the first four months of me being a coach ever, and I was eight years old. No, I was like, no, it was a long time ago. Many, many moons ago. Probably like a year or two ago. 
many moons ago. Not to give and, away too much information, but that would be two years ago for her. And we'll just say that maybe I was working at a um, popular fitness chain by the name of La Fitness. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A sport. So, many moons ago, um, I had a client who would constantly ask me out. Constantly. And I was like, nope, I don't see clients. I don't date members. Blah, 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 blah. The worst part about it was when I told my bosses, they were like, I mean, you probably shouldn't go out with them because, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to keep the client around, right? And I'm like, so yeah. what? We'll say that my so employment there didn't is... last <laughs> That is very LA Fitness. That is very yeah. LA Fitness. Now, I yeah. just want to say that I also was a trainer at LA Fitness one time. And I closed, this is rare for me because I didn't work the floor, but I closed two deals of people who bought personal. Did you see oh, the man. balloons? That was so fancy. Jake, keep that in. I don't know how that happened, but I really, really like it. What's it the I love the balloons. <laughs> so I was working there. I closed two deals near the end of my time. The GM for personal training got fired for selling cocaine behind the gym. Before I ever got paid my commissions, LA no. Fitness, I haven't forgotten. I haven't forgotten about the like $26 that you owe me. So send it. Send me the money. Oh, God. Gotta love the I fitness. do think that the scope of this podcast, of this interview, what the hell is happening? Jake, <laughs> I think, are you pushing buttons? White Lightning? Or is that on my end? I'm not doing anything. Watch, watch. The, this isn't, the, the, that's not going to come across on the recording, and we're going to look like the two most <laughs> schizo individuals. They're like, balloons? What are you yeah, talking about? Balloons. There were balloons. All right. Getting to what I think is probably my favorite question every time we do this. What is the dumbest question okay. a client has ever asked? And when people say there's no such thing as a dumb question, that's wrong because there for sure are dumb questions. So let's hear it. The dumbest one you've ever received. God, there's so many. There's so many. Um, I would say, okay, so like the first one that comes to mind, I got this week. Um, it was a nutrition question. And it was about, it was a client who I've worked with for a long time, right? Like, Two plus years at this point. And um, they go, so I want to ask your your opinion about something with nutrition. And I go, okay. And they go, so like I'm eating red meat only two times a month. Like, and I, you know, every once in a while, like I go out to dinner and I want to eat more. Like, is that okay? And I said, when have I ever told you to do that? You only eat red meat two times a month. And they go, well, you haven't, but like, that's what all the nutritionists say. And I said, what nutritionist? Who are you listening to? And they go, well, like everyone, like that's what everyone says we should do. And I said, well, everyone hasn't read any research in the last 10 years because that bullshit was disproven. And I have those conversations all the time. So that's just an example of some of the dumbest questions I get. But like, I would say the dumbest questions I get are the ones that are so founded in Instagram or social media, like hype, 
that I'm just like, where is the critical thinking? Why do people think vegetables are bad for you? Why do people think like actual one ingredient foods are bad for you? Like where do all this bullshit you know, vegetables are bad for you yeah. is one that I got the other day. By what metric? By what metric? Oh. Yeah, the fruit. The Every meta analysis existence says those who eat more vegetables live longer. So they're bad for you if you want to live longer. If you want to die young, yeah. there are people who want to die young. And yeah. In that case, vegetables will be bad for you. So maybe that's the case. Oh, totally. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. What yeah, about, I mean, I guess what about any what your question, is, right? What about any question that starts with, what are your thoughts on, uh, and then a very broad topic? So it's like, what are your thoughts on interval training? Mm-hmm. Are you out More of your mind? Case. Are you, do you, have you ever asked, is this your first time asking you a question? Cause you didn't do uh-huh. very well. I am. Um, I also really, really love when um, people are constantly asking me like, Hey, and it's not really asking me. Like, they're more telling me, I'm going to do this diet. <laughs> and then they expect me to go, Woo, yeah, that one, do it. Um, and sometimes I let them go just to see what happens. And that's like, that took me a long time as a coach to just like, as they stay in Frozen, what it go? Go fly, baby bird. Go yeah. fly. Um, but you know, eventually it's all, it always comes back because they go, I lost a lot of weight. And I'm like, great. You were consistent with something, right? And then they go, yeah. And I'm like, so what's your plan to stay consistent with that thing forever? And they go, wait, what? And I said, yeah, forever. You, if you want to keep this off forever, you have to do it forever. And you go, oh, I didn't know that. But it worked. So I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah. I would say those are some of the the hot topics of dumb conversations. And not necessarily dumb. It's just more like there is no quick fix to fitness. There is none. You can't hack it. You can't make it efficient. You can't like put in the least amount of effort to get the most results. You have to work hard. You have to eat the right food. It's not always fun. You do have to make sacrifices. And like, yeah, if you don't want to do that, then like you may have to reprioritize your goals and figure out what your goals actually are for what effort level you're willing to put in. If there was a way to make it easy, wouldn't everyone be doing it? Wouldn't everyone in the world be doing it? Yeah. Even some of your new strategies that are coming out that are going to change the industry. You know, all of this talk about Wagobi or whatever, whatever brand name you want to go by with yep. that semaglutide. If it actually <laughs> worked and it actually created long lasting results, everyone would have already done it for the yeah. six months, eight months, whatever was required. And then they would have stopped and they would have kept the weight off forever. And this would have already circulated to the 335 million, what is it, like 40% of Americans. So the, you know, 150 million Americans that are overweight or obese, whatever. Oh, I think we're is, above 50. We've already taken it. I think yeah. over 50 is overweight and obese. Yeah. I think 38 or 39% is obese. Yeah, we're creeping up there, though. It's, uh, we're getting up there. Yo, good. I did hear that we are no longer number one, though. Mexico passed us yeah, Mexico. as the most obese. 
Good shit, Mexico. Just know that we're taking your title back. We as Americans, we love being number one. We're coming back for you. To be fair, though, if I lived in Mexico, I'd love this taco and margarita. Yeah. I think I would become... You know, it's because I know you. I know the face behind the blur. I know the true, the true white lightning is. I don't think, and I tell this to, to Jimmy all the time, I don't think you have it in you to be OB. Sure. Like, you, her, like, people like Katie, people like myself, people like, really like anyone on the team. Like, I don't think that we have it in us to become obese. I just think That's the true. things I that don't we would know have to that, do... Uh... Yeah, gluttony is not my my deadly sin. No, it's not. It's not. I'm not no. much of an emotional eater. I'm more of an emotional, like, not eater. When I get busy, I don't stress eat. I stress starve myself. I do understand Same. the ideology of how someone becomes obese. And I, a lot of individuals, I, I, I do, you know, I do resonate with their story and I, uh, I empathize with them. Um, I, I just don't think I have it in me. I, I don't think that there's, I don't enjoy food that much. See, I, I thoroughly enjoy food, but I also have a, not a weird, but like, I am such a moderate individual where everything I do is in moderation. There's, I can't name one thing that I like meth? in excess. Have you ever smoked meth? <laughs> have not. I'm not. See, not everything. You haven't tried everything. There might be something out there that takes you over the edge. To be fair, it might Speaking be. Speaking of white lightning, that might actually be. That might be your uh, your crutch right there. Um, all right, we, we have gone here, but it's so fun. far, so far off topic. I only have one more extremely off topic question. Can you eat an entire pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream in one sitting? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I probably could make that work. I don't know what happened to me. I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to just destroy it. Now I can't. I think I'm, I don't know. It's like age think, or something. I think I can make it work. I think, uh, I think I can, I think I can eat more calories in Raisin Bran than I can in Ben and Jerry's. And that's, you know, that's not a. Yeah, I am, I'm fueled by negative enforcement. So, like, okay. if someone tells me that I can't that do something, can't? oh, you better watch me. I'm going to do it. Okay, um, I'm not telling you to do that because I know a certain man in your life that will message me and be like, Ryan, what did you tell White Lightning to do? Like, how about, uh, how about you mind that, your business? That that man might actually be uh, pretty happy about that. Uh, he might join that, you. That person has... Uh, has more of a sweet tooth than I do and gets mad at me for what's not your, having a what's sweet your, What's tooth. your flavor of choice? Oh, so I like the one with the brownie chunks in it. Oh, yeah. I figure with that one, it's like chocolate Half-baked? brownie something, something, Half-baked something. Half-baked has brownies in it, but it also has the cookie dough. I know what you're yeah. talking about. It's bra- yeah, It's brownie, chocolate, something. Over. All right. All right. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to bring it in. Get your fishing pole out because we're reeling it in. All right? reeling it in <laughs> you answered what was the dumbest question you ever asked but what is the dumb question that you get asked the most and then really? take a chance to just answer it for the people once and for all you're never allowed to ask this question again 
because WL is going to handle it right here and right now for you. What's the perfect workout routine for weight loss? Okay. What the is it? Perfect I workout I routine. Some, I got some weight to lose. <laughs> Move more. Wild. I know. I know. Move more. Crazy. Eat less. It's, that's it. That's it. If you just want to work out, you don't want to change your eating habits at all, you got to offset that equation somehow. So we got to move more. Whether it's you're parking further away from the office, so every day you get an extra 500 steps to walk to your car, whether it's you're taking the stairs in the office in front of the elevator every single day, whether it's you're getting into the gym four days a week instead of three days a week, it doesn't matter. You just have to move more. There is no perfect routine. There is no perfect zone to be in for your cardio training. There is no perfect program to follow for lifting. You just have to move more. That's it. The other day at the gym, you'll get a kick out of this. I was informing my colleagues there uh, of the fact that VO2 is modality specific and getting a VO2 test done on a treadmill and then extrapolating and using that data on rowing, skier, biking, or Metcon conditioning doesn't work. So when you say, when you say the right zone, I know you're taking a shot at the zone two boys out there. And the popularity of that. Yeah. I, uh, so fun fact, if anyone was really wondering, when you do a VO2 max test on a treadmill, if you do want to estimate for other modalities, you minus 10 for cycling activities or like cycling activities, and you minus 20 for swimming like activities. So anything that's seated, is right cycling anything that's laying down is like swimming and that's how you can kind of use that data well but other than that yeah you should probably make it out if you really want to get some good just to throw the people off your trail because hearing that you the listener might think oh i know who this is i know who white lightning is I think that it's very impressive that as a bodybuilding coach, you know all this stuff. I, I think that's very, very impressive. Um, yeah. Not a lot One of women's, not a lot of women's all, bodybuilders man. care about their VO2. So White Lightning is is truly a well-versed and a, a, a coach that has is an academic, a scholar, if you will. True. I uh, didn't get that, uh, that degree for nothing. We'll put it that way. Have you seen, you might not, because I bet your algorithm doesn't deliver this stuff to you, but have you seen the, it's like a graphic, uh, and it's always like, you know, build the worst NFL quarterback, and it's like Tom Brady's <laughs> speed, and, you know, so-and-so's ability to review fit. Have you seen graphics that are like that before? I have. I haven't seen the NFL specific, but. Okay. Okay, cool. But you know, you know the, you know the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Follow along here, if you can. Use that same model to build out the worst client. So on the last episode, Agent Bean said, you know, the worst client has Bill Clinton's honesty, (laughs) Tiger Woods' fidelity, 
And then there was one other one that I forget, but it was really funny. Okay. Okay. Um, had Bill Clinton's honesty. That's a good one. Good job, good one. Bean. Um. Okay. Well, now you got me on the president track. So, Donald Trump's integrity. Um. Let's see. I would say um, Kim Kardashian aesthetic expectation. <laughs> We're going to go there. Good, good. I like that. Um, One more. This is was um you remember that guy that was on my 90 day fiance <laughs> that one i have never i have never seen 90 day fiance i'm more of a 600 pound oh, life man. guy okay well you know same 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 principle um has one of their deadly sins Okay. All right, Jake. Now in post, I need you to create using chat GPT an amalgamation of those three characters. <laughs> I need you to create an amalgamation of McDonald Trump, Kimmy K, and a person, a gluttonous person from 90 Day. Is it the no neck guy? Yeah, that guy. Okay. Okay. I love it. I Now yeah. I love it. Now I really like it. Okay, Jake. Make it happen. Put it right there and give the people who are lucky enough to be watching on YouTube 10 seconds to just look over that horror of a creature. God. <laughs> All right. As we come up on the end of our time here, we don't want to get down. We don't want to get depressed. We don't want to make you guys think that we only work with terrible clients. We at Gifted and at other coaching companies, just coaches who are out on their own, doing their own thing. We all love our clients. We all really do. At the end of the day, these are our people. This is our community. We don't want to talk down on them. We just think that there's some comedic value and some of the funny stuff that you do and the funny stuff about how we handle it. So let's finish on a positive note. Can't all be negative. Let's hit something nice and uplifting. A recent story from a client. Make the listeners happy. Give them a chuckle to carry with them for the rest of their day. Give them something positive. No, I think um, I think one thing that like makes me really happy as a coach is when clients have questions, right? Like they're curious about the process. They're interested in why things are happening the way they're happening. What's going to be next? Like they're excited to work towards a goal. Um, and I'm very lucky to have a lot of clients like that. So specifically, I have some clients training for some big competitions coming up. I have some clients that are just looking to be like the healthiest, best versions of themselves. Um, either way, it's so rewarding when I see you guys exceed your expectations and exceed my expectations of you. So I would say, yeah, that's uh, that's the most most fun part about my job and why I have continued to do. 
And if that doesn't make you smash the like button to tickle the algorithm, get this out to as many people as possible, I don't know what will. I got one that'll make you last. I don't care if it makes everyone else laugh. I only care about making you last. You ready for this one? Ready. So I know that your clients, because I know who you work with, are probably advocates for supplementing with beetroot powder. Would you say that that's correct? I have a couple that might resemble yeah. that remark. Uh-huh. Some 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 nitrate lovers, if you will. Yeah. Some, some vasodilation daddies, if yeah. I can take it that far. So you can definitely I take had, it that far. I had a client who three grams of beetroot. He thought that a tablespoon was a gram. Whoa. <laughs> so a tablespoon is 15 grams. So he took 45 grams of beetroot powder. Um, If you're not familiar with the color of beetroot powder, it's quite red. It turns everything going into you red and out of you red. So when that individual visited the toilet, the next time he had to take a number two, a doo-doo, if you will, uh, there was quite a bit of red leaving his bottom. (laughs) He immediately panicked rushed to the ER and said I am pooping a lot of blood. Yeah, did a full examination on him. A full thorough internal examination of him to let him know that he had taken too much beetroot powder. Oh my god. Thousands of dollars later. Thousands of dollars later you just you didn't know the difference between a gram and a tablespoon and oh. maybe you got violated because of it. That poor man. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Hope you guys enjoyed your time with White Lightning. WL, any words that you want to leave the people with before I cut this thing off, send it into the sunrise? You know, I think... Well, that's going to wrap us up. White Lightning apparently... Her witness protection plan ran out. She is out for the day. No parting words. You're stuck with me. I love you. We'll see you on the next one. If you think you know who that is, you think you know who White Lightning is, keep it to your damn self. See you on the next episode. Toodaloo.